0: today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture. And these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. We all have our favorite brands. What makes them our favorite? Is it because we place value in the company or organization? Is it the way the company treats us as a customer? Do we value the way the company treats their employees and provides social good to the world? Why do we choose this company over another one? And how do we know the company is accountable? Is there open communication with customers? I find myself becoming more connected to companies and organizations that invite customers to take an inside look at their operations and that are socially responsible. Why are some organizations making this a priority? Because increasing transparency between an organization, its customers, and its employees builds trust and credibility, which increases customer loyalty. In our organization, we place value on using a customer loyalty indicator from surveying our customers. We set our goals on achieving a high top box rating, or the percentage of customers who scored us the highest rating on the recommend to others question. We also look at lower scores so that we can learn how we can improve. We average around a 73% top box rating, meaning about 73% of clients rate us the highest score on the question, would you recommend this organization to others? Our rankings benchmark to some of the highest companies, including Navy Federal Credit Union. Navy Federal is located in our hometown in Pensacola, Florida. Similar to other organizations like Navy Federal, we are relentless with providing excellent service to our clients. We serve executive leaders for our client organizations and students and their mentors in our teacher-ready program, an alternative pathway for professionals wanting to be a teacher. We still have opportunities for improving our offerings. One of our top priorities this year is customer transparency. When we talk about customer transparency, we mean the open, honest flow of information from an organization to customers. Transparent organizations are more likely to have customers who feel loyal to the brand and associate a high value on the products and services and loyalty turns into sustainable and accelerated growth for organizations. With all this said, interestingly, according to 2017 Gallup research, 60% of adults believe corruption is widespread among businesses in the U.S. These numbers don't paint a picture of accountable business practices or a population that is receiving honest, open communication from organizations. The most successful organizations are ones that know customer loyalty is key to success. When organizations put customer service and loyalty as a hallmark practice, employees gain a sense of pride in their work. Successful organizations then hire the right people, those who come to work every day, having a desire to serve their customers. High-performing people want to work for an organization that has excellent customer service excellent service and high-performing employees simply go hand-in-hand. When organizations are serving their customers well, what's key to this success? Research over the years shows people feel valued when they feel included and have opportunities for their input to be heard. We've talked about that on several episodes. This is the same for employees and customers. We work in successful organizations when we rely on customers telling us what is important to them rather than us telling customers what they need. Customers want to see how organizations go about work to make their experience a pleasant one, and when they do our customers are more satisfied with the services they receive, and they trust that we are connected and concerned about them. Let's look at a couple of examples showcased in an article on company transparency written by John Richmond, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and digital writer. And this article is in the publication Entrepreneur, and it's called Five Examples of Companies Succeeding Through Transparency. I highly recommend this article. I'll review two examples Richmond writes about, Zappos and Patagonia. They're powerful. Let's review what Richmond writes about tours and vendor access at Zappos. She highlights the following about Zappos. Transparency is written into the company core values in the statement, build open and honest relationships with communication. A Zappos department called Zappos Insights facilitates tours of the Zappos headquarters and live training events, so attendees can schedule Q&A questions and sessions with specific departments within Zappos. And they learn more about Zappos' way of doing business by taking these tours. The commitment to transparency came from CEO Tony Heisch. In his book, Delivering Happiness, A Path to Profits, Passion, and Purpose, Heisch explains his decision to open up access to information to the company's vendors. He didn't see a need to keep vendors in the dark about the business. That's really unusual in a different way of thinking. Therefore, Zappos created the Tours and Access Department to give vendors complete visibility into their business. Let's look at a second example Richmond writes about, Supply Chain Transparency at Patagonia she highlights the following about Patagonia. Patagonia provides transparency throughout its supply chain to reduce any negative social and environment impacts that companies might have. The company has implemented a project called Footprint Chronicles that is shown to the general public on the Patagonia's website. So a customer clicks on an item on the website to gain access to a service of videos on a particular product. The videos show each step of the supply chain process. If part of the manufacturing process needs to be improved, Patagonia identifies the problem in the video and invites feedback from customers to help them improve. I don't know about you, but I appreciate John O. Richmond's contribution to the article in Entrepreneur. We can all learn from the two examples. So let's reflect on the two examples to determine how we transfer our learning to build better customer transparency in our organizations. When we reflect and act on our reflections, our employees also benefit from this focus. Why? Customer transparency gives employees purpose in their work. Regardless of what we offer as a service or product, if we do so with social responsibility and the highest regard for our customers, our employees see value in the services the company provides to others. Let's explore four actionable ways to increase customer transparency. First, put the customer in control. Customers enjoy transparency that is on their terms. Most likely, we wouldn't appreciate the post office spamming our inbox with tracking updates for our package, but we appreciate a link that allows us to check on those tracking updates when it's convenient for us. UPS receives an average of about seven lookups per package. Could you imagine getting seven involuntary phone calls from UPS about your incoming package? UPS puts the customer in control to provide a better customer experience. A second way to increase customer transparency is to set expectations and solicit feedback. Think about the popular new organizations that make up the share economy like Airbnb or Uber. These businesses use a transparent rating system that increases trust with its consumers by displaying real reviews for the experience. People know exactly what to expect before they book the service thanks to transparent communication. The reviews gave Airbnb and Uber credibility, held them accountable, and increased their sales. Feedback, then, is a valuable gift. Listening to people who choose our services provides us with crucial information. Today, it's important to build positive relationships with our customers using two-way communication approaches such as social media. And Social media has become such a natural part of work and living. It's a convenient way to increase transparency and meet customers where they are. This topic deserves more attention. On a future episode, I'll interview someone on our team who does tremendous work with social media. Charlie Kennedy. A third way to increase community transparency is to include the community in the process. When you order pizza from Domino's, customers can choose to watch a pizza tracker that keeps customers informed on the stage of their order. Making, baking, on the way, delivered, etc. This decreases customer anxiety and increases overall customer satisfaction. The pizza tracker makes people feel part of the service process and gives them an inside look into the way things are done. This is one example of how companies and organizations are increasing customer access to information. A fourth way to increase customer transparency is to be proactive and honest. Proactively rather than reactively communicate when problems occur. If employees in an organization treat transparency merely as a crisis communication strategy, they'll never gain their customers' loyalty and trust. Reacting to a negative situation is not transparency. If information is only given after the fact, mistrust will occur. If you don't have all the details, say so. Don't lie or avoid disclosing information. Transparency works best when the organization is truly the kind of business it wants people to think it is. Customers will sense if an organization puts on a facade for the sake of transparency. Whatever you're trying to hide will eventually come to light anyway. Stop for a minute and think of an organization or company that promoted something or denied harm that was untrue. Think of the big tobacco lawsuits and the current issues raised around vaping. Also, we see foods promoted with a healthy slant when the evidence shows otherwise. For some consumers, deception is unforgivable, and thanks to the internet, can spread rapidly. When we are transparent with people we serve, we increase trust and credibility and reinforce the relationships we've built. I hope the Zappos and Patagonia examples and these four actions give you food for thought. As we go into this week, let's think about how we approach transparency in our organizations. What does customer transparency look like in our organizations? How do we have a process for releasing information to customers? How do we do that? Are we proactive and honest with our communication? How do we help customers make better decisions? Do our organizations have core values that focus on increasing transparency and trust with our customers? As always, what can we do to improve? What are we doing well? Where are our gaps? Here's what we're striving to do. Make customer transparency part of our organizational and individual DNA. As people engage in our services, they rely on us to provide them with what they expected. When we help them know the types of decisions we make to do so, they are more likely to engage with us over time. We've built a two-way relationship with those we serve. And here's an added bonus. Our employees come to work with purpose and know their work is worthwhile. That's the heartbeat of a strong organization. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you next week as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.